Shout out to Fino and Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent A's Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry I'm here representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real Nigga, I feel like this should be easier, but it's not. I don't. There, there is not a black show worse than Hanging with Mr. Coop because it wasn't even for black people. That that's what makes it even worse. The janky shit they did running around that house, and Holly Robinson, Pete, and them making her do comedy when she can't act well at all. And she should be thrilled that she got them infomercial jobs because I can't believe. And then I can't believe they had her. They had to show that long. And then after all of the nonsense and her and Mark never really connecting at all. The last season, they a couple and they was going to make them get married. That was going to be. I don't know what it is about TGIF and thinking that black show seasons need the last season of every black show needs to end with two characters getting married. It was supposed to be Steve and Laura getting married, but then it got canceled. And did hang it, same thing with Hang on Mr. Cool. Them niggas were supposed to be married. Look, I, I, look, I agree with you on that, but we cannot deny that at one point, Steve Urkel was lost in space. <laughs> that was part of the show. I'm not, I'm not denying it. <laughs> I, oh, God, I definitely remember that. Fully, full lost in space. And they did change Harriet. They ch- they did change Harriet from Carl to oh Carl. <laughs> oh my god! They brought in that oh, southern man. white. You watch Hanging Mr. Cooper? You watch it on YouTube? It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. Oh really? All of wow. it. Wow. Yeah. All of it. Because when he told me it was on Hulu, I started watching a couple episodes, and I don't know why. I don't know how I got to watch it. The damn episode with uh, the girl got shot. Yo, Vernon, I got to tell you something, man. So bad. I got to tell you something, man. Girl, she's in the kitchen making a sandwich last night. (laughs) Boy, boys drove past the house. They shot shot up the house, man. You know, she just happened to be in there at the time. And she she died, man. I'm sorry to tell you, she died, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's all he said. That's that's the amount of emotion he had. (laughs) About about one of his students being murdered. (laughs) Did right. we ever find out about what was the little one on Family Matters? Judy Winslow. No, she never came nah, back man. down. She never came she just down. Went upstairs and like. Man, ain't talking about her no more. I mean, what really happened is they just they fired her character because they felt like they didn't need her and they replaced it with Richie's character. That's what really happened. They they were like, we don't Damn. need her as a sister. We don't have any storyline to write for her. It's unnecessary. Plus, little Richie is cuter. And you notice they kept little Richie after Aunt Rachel left. They just kept little Richie there. Like his mama never came back. Like, well, no, she came back season six after her show failed. She came back. And then they got rid of the grandmama. Yeah, they got rid of my grandma. Grandma used to talk all the shit to Carl. And then she came (laughs) back and got married. Sidebar real quick. Apparently Mark Curry has accused Steve Harvey of stealing his jokes. That's good. 
<laughs> I want to see this beef unfold. Right. TMZ <laughs> is talking about it. Yeah. Nah, nah, Mark. Nah, Mark. Because if he just stole your jokes, he wouldn't have the career he has right now. He would have your career, sir. Mm, I'm sure man. Mark Curry is supposed to be the king of comedy. Sir. <laughs> sir. I mean, if D.L. Hughley can be a king of comedy, he can too, I guess. You make a point. Yeah. Hilarious. Cedric it's and Bernie. For all of us at D.L. can C- do this. Cedric and Bernie are the only reasons we yes, watch King of Comedy. Really? I thought Steve's bit actually was not bad. As problematic as Steve Harvey is. <laughs> I thought D.L. Now. was... Yeah, I mean, way more now. Back when Steve had hair... Uh, he was funnier. Back when Steve mean. had that hair piece, right? That's true. That was a crisp but box. Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey yeah. lining. <laughs> right, his hair just went. I mean, away. Dio was by far the worst of that whole fucking show, though. Bruh, who? Yes. Absolutely Dio agree. Hughley. Yeah, like not I, even look, close. I get, I, even I, when I, he was doing comedy, he was corny. Very. Like, yes, I, just, I never disliked him. I love Birdie Mac, man. It's still hard to watch, go back and watch that set. <laughs> that is set is problematic as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, care. Boy, I, saw, I, saw funny. I was like, ooh. ooh. But, here's, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing, though. He did that set, and then he did the Bernie Mac show, which was basically him kind of shitting on himself for being homophobic. Right? Because, like, the opening, there were a couple of episodes where he thought the boy was gay. He had to just, like, go with it. So the show definitely showed him as a better person. I will say Bernie Mac show is one of the ones I want to I want to rewatch. You have I didn't watch it. I caught it. Oh man, Bernie Mac show is funny yeah. as hell. Like it's it's I actually it very now. underrated. I didn't, but I didn't catch the whole thing. Bernie Mac show is super underrated, bro. Like it's really funny. It's a really good show. He's basically the wife on the show, which makes it great. Him him chasing them kids around the house, and him and that boy constantly getting into it. And Vanessa not respecting him at all, ever. <laughs> Just ever. Oh, yeah, I have to rewatch that show. They have, that was the first, that was the one I started with, actually. I started and I watched the Bernie Mac show. Ashley was watching it with me. And then I started watching Family Matters. She was like, I can't watch these with you. These are bad. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm almost Ooh. done. I'm, Ooh. I'm on season three. There's only five to go or something like that. And then I did hang with Mr. Cooper. And I, at that point, I I just was like, Fuck everything. And then I did Smart Guy and I got all my black energy back because Smart Guy is great and I'm so mad it got canceled. Oh, I haven't watched that in forever. Oh, Smart Guy's hilarious. Yo, Smart Guy's funny as shit. Like, I didn't realize it was that good, but it's only three seasons. Hmm. I thought it went more than that. Mm-mm. It went three seasons. And then, um, I clearly had no perception of how long shows lasted because, like, if they hit syndication, then I have no fucking clue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought it went long. You know, you know, usually, usually after the third season, when they change up the intro, Smart Guy changed the intro in like what the, the uh, third season? They changed so, the intro. So Smart Guy changed the intro a couple of times in the third season because <laughs> they were using old episodes that they shot during season two in season three. So there are definitely episodes where, like, Marcus and like different people's hairs be changing. Like one episode, Ooh. niggas will have a flat top, and then the next episode, niggas will have a Caesar. It is, and then they'll go back to a flat top. The next episode, so there are there are absolutely some old, some old, um, some reused episodes in season three. Also, the band, which I can't remember the band's name right now, 
But their whole like type of song changed because in season two they were saying shit like, "Girl, you know I'm dogging you. Girl, you know I'm playing you." And I was like, "Well, that's a fucked up ass song for a sixteen year old nigga to be singing." But okay. And then it turned into like this smooth soul, contemporary soul Quarian shit for the next season. See, when I think of the band, I think of. <laughs> Puffy's good. Puffy? Babs and Ness and them. <laughs> Which absolutely needs to be on somebody. Nigga, why yes. is that not streaming? Like... I don't know why MTV won't won't stream none of the making the band seasons. Just that one. I don't need O Town. Just let me get right. Right, do all of them. Just do them all. Just, just, just. I want that one for sure. That and uh, BT the college shit. Streaming. Oh yeah, College Hill. Oh yeah, nigga. What's that? For, who was? What was that nigga's name with the dreadlocks in the first season that was goofy as fuck? Oh man, see, <laughs> stream that shit. College Hill was everywhere. They even did like an island one. Yeah, old girl's vagina hair was hanging out of her bikini. I remember that. Yeah, and I remember that girl. I remember that fight. That girl. Like, oh yeah, she fucked that girl up. Them was Barbados fights. <laughs> they were serious. Yeah. <laughs> It was blood everywhere. <laughs> Yo, dude's na- I think dude's name was Jerron. Jerron Thompson? Like- I feel like that was his name. Oh my gosh, college hell. Man, yeah, like that needs to... Absolutely. And remember at one point MTV was trying to be like good and put all the old real world but they just needed to put it on streaming. I remember that one time they finally like did the Vegas, like the first Vegas uh, yes. real world. You mean MTV Classic Which, when they were streaming them all? Yeah, but is MTV Classic still even? Uh, I don't know. I have like Philo cable, so only get one MTV channel. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get. That's when I had AT and T, and I had like five million cable channels. But I mean, even with the classic, you had to catch it, so it wasn't like. Like I wanted on Netflix or something like that, where I can watch, watch a whole home. season at my leisure. <clears throat> yeah, not wait till one a.m. to watch it, but black TV it's shows. Need, it's need to put all those greats back on there. All right, so that was funny. that was the Martin topic, which uh, obviously turned into a discussion of the the best, the worst, good black TV show, I guess. I don't know. If you say Family Matters, I won't be like no, but I will be like, have you gone back and watched Hanging with Mr. Cooper yet? Because I feel like you you can't properly compare these shows if you haven't done that. Please go back and watch it. Tell me how many times you actually laugh. Um, so the, the next one was one that, that I, I damn it, I'm tired of talking about this nigga. So Tyler Perry got in trouble last week. Was it last week or the week before last for releasing I'm that so video tired. of all those scripts that he wrote? Hard work and dedication. And I'm we so we told y'all last week why that's some old bullshit. So Tyler Perry felt like he needed to come back. He's done like two or three interviews. He did an interview with Essence. He did an interview with some girl on Medium. And he's, I'm sure, going to do another interview. And he came back and he's defending himself. and. Basically, he said that the reason that he writes his own 
he said he first of all, he said people didn't know that he actually used to have a writer's room. Nigga, we did know. We did know you used to have a writer's room. Okay? And he said the reason he got rid of the writer's room during the time that the writer's guild and shit was unionizing and asking for money because they was getting paid shit. He said that the reason he got rid of his writer's room is because he didn't like the criticism he received about his stuff and they did not write for his audience. That's what he said. His writer's room was not writing for his audience. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just get the I, I I don't want I don't want people to be like, well, that's not exactly what he said. What he said was what he said was y'all niggas need to stop defending trash ass black men who wish they who want to be white men so bad. That's what that's what he should have said. But y'all keep defending this trash ass nigga, so we go get this fucking clip. Martin is terrible and we can't watch that, but y'all want to defend Tyler Perry film. Okay. <laughs> All right. That he literally like films in two weeks. I don't know what people are complaining about because I'm writing specifically for my audience, specifically for them. You're doing it. Yeah. And people, writers feeling like, well, hello, we're here. So what do you feel about that? Knowing that like, I got it, I can do it. But like, do I need to have this team? Yeah, but what what people don't know is early on I had a writer's room and it was a nightmare for me. It was a really nightmare for me. And not only that, I had writers writing shows. They were turning in scripts that were really, really didn't speak to my audience. And my ratings took a dip. So what I started to do was I said, I've got to write this because my audience knows my voice. They want to hear from me. They want to hear what I'm saying. But as far as me and my shows have and have not, the old sisters, the comedies, I'm going to write those shows. But there are other shows that we're developing at the studio where there will be writers rooms that with other showrunners and giving lots of people people opportunities to do that but i'm gonna hold on to my section over here i don't know what people are complaining about because i'm writing specifically for my audience specifically for them and the have and have nots just returned to number one the oval's number one on wednesday night sisters you got the receipts tyler receipts, but 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 i understand wanting to and she just brought this to my attention want other people to have their opportunity as well so what i will do is so these other shows that will be developed by the studio that are not my shows They'll have a showrunner and writer's room and so on and so forth. How can you say that if they're not your shows, motherfucker? You can't you can't decide that they have to have a writer's room for a show that you're not fucking running just because they shooting it on Tyler Perry Studios, dog. Are you serious? Do y'all not hear what the fuck he is saying? He's basically saying that his shit, his shows, that he already does not have a writer's room for. Guess what? He won't have one. In the future, he will not have one. But other shows that might use Tyler Perry Studios to shoot on their sets and whatnot, like Bad Boys for Life did with some of their production. Oh, they'll have showrunners and a writer's room and shit. They're not fucking affiliated with him, though. He doesn't have any control over that. He won't be the one hiring those writers. Those won't be his projects. This nigga did like four shows last year, and he doesn't have a writer's room. What makes you think that in the future he's going to get a writer's room? If he hasn't had one already up to this point, and he has a 300-something million dollar studio, and y'all keep praising him for being able to write all this bullshit that's terrible. Why would he go get a writer's room now? And he just told y'all he's not getting one. He literally just told you he's not getting a writer's room. He said other people who shoot on him set, they'll have writer's room. How do you know that when they're not your projects and you're not the showrunner for them, bruh? Y'all just be believing any old fucking thing niggas tell y'all. 
Y'all didn't listen to shit he said in that interview. Everybody defended him. You didn't listen to that goddamn thing that he just said. At no point did he say he was going to have a writer's room. He never said, <laughs> I will have a writer's room. Tyler Perry will have a writer's room. At no point no, did he, he say that. that. He would be writing those things. That's exact. I'm keeping my shit. I'm writing mm-hmm. for my audience. And, and, and when he says my audience, this is what pisses me off the most. This is what pisses me off when y'all defend him for that. He's not, he doesn't have an audience. He has black people. When Netflix gives him a deal for, for film or show, it's because he writes for black people. He has a black audience. You think the white people in the rooms at, at Netflix think that Tyler Perry has his own subgenre of niggas that love Tyler Perry movies? No, they just go, niggas love Tyler Perry movies. So we're going to give him money. When BET gets some, it's because they want niggas to come to BET to watch shows because Tyler Perry writes shit for niggas and niggas like Tyler Perry and niggas know who Tyler Perry is. It has nothing to do with him having an audience because when he did close to home or not close to home or too close to home or whatever, that was not for a black audience. And that was not specifically for a Tyler Perry audience. That was because he was trying to get white people. Y'all keep defending this nigga. Like, I get it, man. Y'all want to be like him. At the end of the day, if y'all had his power, y'all would do the same bullshit he's doing. Y'all would take all you could. You would give nothing back if you didn't have to. It's fine. Y'all would hire Taraji. Y'all would hire Taraji, and y'all would milk her for all she was good for, and then let her go out and find the next black woman that you could take advantage of to milk, so you don't have to pay them for real. See, he weeks. He didn't pay Taraji money. He didn't give Taraji good money. He paid Taraji enough so that white people would want to pay her more. So he didn't have to pay her more. But he got the money to do it. That's what kills me. He got more than enough money to do it. He's not going to lose no money either. But y'all want to Y'all laugh, but I'm so serious about this two weeks thing. Like, that's, that's like, really, he films in two weeks. Like, I don't know. That's unreal. I've known multiple people that work on Tyler Perry studio and one of them actually does films like all through Atlanta and that he said that like hands on and that's include anybody who wants to film at Tyler Perry studio you have two weeks because that is how long it takes for him to film it's round the clock non-stop two weeks that's it and it shows <laughs> it shows Two fucking weeks for a movie. Every time you hear two weeks, I hear old girl from Total Recall at the passport lab at the security <laughs> checkpoint. Two weeks. <laughs> Just tripping the fuck out. I was like, what? Yeah, because he, I mean, that's, he wants a flow of things coming in and out and yeah, two weeks. How great is that? Now, Deidre, you was, I wanted to get your opinion because you were not here last time. So we didn't have a black woman's opinion about Tyler Perry. We just had a bunch of black niggas' opinions about Tyler Perry. <laughs> I'm just so like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> just so so tired. I, Tyler Perry is clearly he's narcissistic. Clearly he is. But you know, all of the movies that I have seen always naturally show you know black women as you know just this pathetic and you know always quote unquote have to have a man and need a man to 
find so they can find themselves and find their way to make their their life a better you know a, a better thing for them and, and whatever else like it's just always women are always just you know like submissive and just dumb and it's it's textbook and pretty much all of the stuff i've seen from him from the, the movies even like my dad unfortunately likes what is it the have and have not uh. i remember i watched one of this and i was like what the fuck is this you hung up the phone on me for this like because the season finale was going on i said oh, i'm offended this is hard this is absolutely horrible and it's like you his films are just shown everywhere and you hear people say like how wonderful it is how you even hear him say like he speaks for black women and black women's struggles and black women you know problems and issues that they have finding themselves finding love and it's just like that is not that's not the truth at all and how disgusting are you that you have this platform you have unlimited access unlimited access to you know writing and to showing just black not only black women but just black people in general actually doing great like it doesn't have to be just this hard soap opera struggle like even what was the one the oval office or whatever his new show is oval. Yeah, and i remember oval. they showed a preview and it was literally domestic abuse yep i was like this is what we started off with tina turner black Ike women her ass beat? okay that's what you want to show, and it's just, and it also just kind of it makes me upset too because you know I've I, and I always said this like you know for black women a lot of us you know we're always seen as oh we're the we're always got to be the strong person out of everybody like we can't show emotion you know we we're like the backbone of everything and which it is in a lot of cases we are but when there is times that we are we want to be vulnerable or we want to be shown as vulnerable it's like that's what we get what you see with tyler perry whereas it has to be just we're just you know just pathetic and you know strung out and just you know we can't do anything on our own like we're just we have to wait for this man to come save us and like that's not what we should be shown as like, you know, black women can be strong and they can be vulnerable. And especially, like I said, in a world where being vulnerable, a black woman being vulnerable is is looked at as crazy and looked at as, as something that that's just not like that just doesn't happen. Then you look at that and you're like, oh, well, yeah, if they're not getting mad, if they're not getting like, quote unquote, the angry black woman syndrome then we get that it's either one extreme or the next and it just and it, he just continues to pump out this bullshit and people just eat it up and it's just like really like if you, i mean even like what, what was the well, why did i get married just look at all all the women on there just you know if you if they were not super angry they had you know it was like oh they had to have a man like uh, Jill Scott had to have a man because, you know, having a man was her self-worth because she didn't, ha- she had low self-esteem. And it's just like, that's not what that's supposed to be. It shouldn't even be to the point of this, a man has to give her this 
self-esteem and the self-worth. Why can't she just build that on her own? Why she can't why can't she find that on her own? But that's that's like how all his stuff is. It's just an, it's just annoying. And it's just, like I said, it's just getting worse now. Every time I hear people praising fucking Tyler Perry, I'm like, for fucking what? Like what what about him makes you want to be like, oh, he makes great stuff. This is the stuff that, you know, down the road years from now, I want to show my kids. You want to show your kids why did I get married? Or whatever <laughs> the one is where the girl got AIDS. Like, th- this is what you want to show them? You want to show them the have and have not? Confession. This is what you want to show them? This is quality TV you want to show them? That's fucking ridiculous. He just, it just infuriates me to no end. Uh, here's, here's my question. So, a lot of y'all be out here like, I support black women. I stand behind black women. I pick up black women, black women, black women, everything black women. And then you defend Tyler Perry. After everything that Deidre just said, as the black woman, the way she sees his stuff. After everything he says, he is written. And y'all have seen the way he writes it. It's a running gag. How, how do you see this? How do you see him writing all of these stories about black women and being the voice of black women and writing them this way? And then admitting to you that while he's writing them this way, he has no black woman in the room with him. Mm-hmm. But y'all and I big personally up. don't think he even, I don't even think he likes black women. To be I don't either. To be honest. I don't, I don't either. But you know, like, Y'all bigging up him. Y'all y'all supporting him saying this. Y'all supporting him not wanting to pay blacks better to write for him by saying that they weren't writing good enough for his show. Which, nigga, nigga. Really? You had a room not full of nigga. writers that weren't good enough to write a Tyler Perry show? Is that what you're telling you, Really? That's what we're doing. And this nigga's cheap. Like, oh, how did I not get into the bad wigs? Like, on the men and the women. Like, the fuck? Like, how do you have a lace front con roll for a a person? How do you have, like, I saw whatever, I think this is the Netflix one. Fall for Grace. Of course, this old woman falls for this dude that has this terrible ass Jermaine Jackson wig on. And of course, what happened? Looks like she probably got abused, probably took some money. You know, same old, same old. Deidre. And then now she's just down in the dumps and oh, and I think she kills him. Like, of course. Because of course we stab. Deidre. Like, Deidre. Oh my God. The name, the name of the movie, just to make you angry. So frustrating. <laughs> the, the name of the movie is Fall from Grace. And that's because the woman's last the name, in it name is, is Grace. Grace. Of course. Goodbye. And the, the dude with the afro is McCad Brooks. From Supergirl and uh, some other stuff, True Blood, I, I believe. From Desperate Housewives. Yeah, uh, uh, McCad was also in his last film with Tiffany Haddish. Oh God, what was the last? I don't even know that film. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Let me guess. She had to find herself. Yeah, her she sister found it in him. Her sister did, and she didn't find it in him. She thought he was the one, and then she realized he wasn't the one. And the, the dude from Power with the beard. Oh, Omar has, yeah. oh, wonderful. Omar was her one. Mm. But she treated him like shit. <laughs> and she was, a, she didn't know he was good enough for her. 
Oh. Yeah. So she fucked him and he fucked her great, but she was like, I can't be with you because you, you work at a coffee shop. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know. And Tiffany Haddish was like, you stupid for this. You should be with him. And it was Tika Sumter who, she is so beautiful, but her acting is not that great. But yeah. Um. So everything that DJ just said, and if you forgot, please go back and listen to it before I, before you listen to this clip that I'm about to play, because she didn't make none of the shit up that she just said. Cause Tyler just doubled down on that shit. I'll quote where you said you didn't want to sit at the table. You decided to go to Atlanta and build your own table. Um, And then I asked him, what was the consensus with all the people that he interviewed about you? And a lot of them still had, it was divided between creative and accomplishment. Yeah. You know, yeah. some folks still don't necessarily favor what you do creatively, yeah. but they love what you do as a businessman. You, you know what it is? They don't get it. Okay. Let me tell you something. My mother uh, taught me very, very much about my blackness, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't want me to apologize for being black. She was, she was raised in a Jim Crow South. You know, I got an uncle with ashy kneecaps, and we like yeah. watermelon. We like Popeye's chicken biscuits. Uh-huh. We like, the, the, and people are like, oh my God, don't tell anybody like that. What are you saying to me? This is my experience. And all of these women and, that I grew up with who were having issues with their men, who were looking for love, who never got to worthy, who mm-hmm. never understood themselves, I subconsciously, I'm always talking to my mother. Woo, did he just say never got to worthy yes never got did he just yes. he just said never got too worthy yes he did mm-hmm. because you know a man is it, for for us is that's the, we are valued by that he said worth. never got to worthy i don't think i'm diabolical enough to come up with some shit like that girl you ain't never got to worthy <laughs> <laughs> like it's a checkpoint uh, like it's a location. Did you put it in your GPS? You ain't never got to worthy. And all these the- women, all these women with the same sad, the same sad story. You know, just trifling men. You know, men that are no good, men that cheat on them, take advantage of them. I guess he's I'm, naturally. I guess he's trying to say like they never deemed them worthy. For whatever reason, whether it be for marriage, for love, for companionship, whatever it is. And or it also could be as well as they never saw themselves worthy enough to, you know, get out of that situation. But I doubt it's that part. Um, that's the old, like that's the only thing you see in your childhood. OK, but you're grown now. You haven't seen anything else. So you're using that pain, you're using that pain of all the people, all these women that you've seen, you know, been hurt by a nigga, in a sense, and like you're capitalizing on it. You, But you can't show anything positive. I had a question. Wasn't he poor before he started making money off them plays? Like, wasn't he homeless and shit? Yep. Why don't he write no stories about that? Hmm. About his actual pain and experiences as a black man. Why don't he write about a brother that's homeless and is trying to find himself? Because even if you look at Medea, Medea was overbearing. Like, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, Medea's funny, but it's the same thing. Overbearing, don't know how to talk to people. Like, and, and it was always giving an advice to what women that, you know, in shitty relationships, with niggas that don't, you know, value them, don't respect them, think that they're no good, 
you know, it's it's the same thing, just with a wig on. Didn't she beat one of the girls that she was trying to help in one of the films, like while they was riding in the car and it was supposed to be funny? Mm-hmm. But you essentially setting her up for what life will probably do to her as a black, as a brown skinned black woman, try to beat her down for stepping mm-hmm. out of line. Yeah. But it was absolutely. funny because, because Medea waves gun around in the air and. Oh yeah. You know, you know. these simple <laughs> little gift wraps. So that when people see it, it's not something that's so complicated. You got to go home and think about it. Mm-hmm. I want it in your face. Uh-huh. When it's, it's not so complicated that you got to go home. And think about it. You know what people go home and think about after after watching a movie? Shit that is impactful. It's not that it's complicated. You think about it because it resonates. But you don't want them to do that. You want them to in between chewing their popcorn and be like, mm-hmm, yup. And then walk out and go, that was good. And that was it. And that's it. There's no real discussion. There's no commentary because you don't want them to think about. I am particular and specific about what I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck particular is, but when you get that shit put in the dictionary, you let me know. Because I know the people that I'm talking to that I grew up with. It ain't for everybody. And and if you've been educated a certain way or if you come through a certain thing, God bless you. That ain't my experience. Uh My experience is real straight up hood shit right <laughs> that's where i come from yeah, and i love that about me and i and it's been those people who who have put me in this position who- we got ashy ankles and we eat watermelon but we straight from the hood and that's another thing that like upset me too like like automatically you're just gonna say okay because i come from the hood like just by default i just saw track like i saw that's the only thing that i saw like my father grew up in the hood like he'll tell you that in a hot minute and like he, of course, you see struggle like that. That's just natural. But, you know, he also would tell you all like the strong, you know, women that he encountered, all the strong black men that he encountered in his life. Like, you know, he had the whole, you know, typical like his, he didn't grow up with a father. You know, my grandmother was a single mother of four. But, you know, he never he said like stuff like that made him want a family like he didn't want to be like his father and when he met my mom like it made him really want like a family you know companionship structure and not to say that you know he was running wild and crazy you know in his household but it just made him want it more because he already wanted it from lack of not having a father but you know he had he said he had tons of people that were good father figures Tons of strong black women to look up to. And, you know, so there are different facets of the hood that you could be, you know, showing and showcasing than just, oh, yes, all of the black women there just, you know, go through just this horrible stuff with these men. Just, you know, that's how it always is. Keeping it real. Right. He's so corny. I just, I don't believe y'all. When I see y'all defending this nigga, knowing what he does, knowing what he's written, and hearing how it has affected black women, and then I see y'all stand up and be like, black women, black women, black women, we need to do better by black women. Like, I don't believe it. I I just, I don't understand how you can clearly feel one way and then clearly feel another way supporting this nigga at the same time. The juxtaposition of it just doesn't fucking work for me. 
Like if you like his shit, you like his shit. But what what really gets to me, or what not what really gets to me, what also gets to me is that is that y'all defend shit you don't even like. You defend him because he has he is successful. And like I said, what that lets me know is that if you were successful like him, you would do what he's doing. You would not give back the way you should. You would treat the black audience that boosted you to the level that you're at. Like they are not worthy of being able to sit at the same table with you and write their own stories with you. That only you can write their stories the way they need to hear them. Because that's how you feel. They is not yet worthy. Mm. I keep defending this nigga though. Okay. Water sticks to its own level. I always, I, it's probably going to be my, my main thing I'm going to say all year because it's so true. They, they say that they don't like it, but they like it. Why are you defending it? This nigga said, I was giving constructive criticism and feedback and I didn't like it. That's why he got rid of his writer's room. Yeah, why? Why? They probably was like, can we have something happy for once? Maybe if we do it this way. Mm. He said he saw a dip in his rating. On what? TNT. <laughs> you had a five year deal for two shows, not one, two. You had like a guaranteed 100 episodes deal. What the fuck ratings matter at that point if you got that type of contract? And look at what you're writing. Like, somebody brought, somebody um, in the group was saying, what brought up, uh, do we still, comp- are we still comparing him to Adam Sandler? And like, I've never agreed with that comparison, to be quite honest. I might have said it at one point jokingly, but it's not real because Tyler Perry has never been the lead in a film, in any film of his own, of his own that has been good, has been as good as any of the films Adam Sandler does that are good where he's the lead. Tyler Perry doesn't have a fucking Spanglish. Tyler Perry doesn't have a wedding singer. Tyler Perry doesn't have doesn't even have a fucking water boy. Like he doesn't have a film. He doesn't have a rain over me with Don Cheeto. He don't got no film like that where he's the lead. He don't even have an uncut gems. Like I don't even think un- uncut gems is that great, but everybody swore that she was supposed to be Oscar nominated this year. They were mad when it did not get announced and when he got snubbed for best actor and when it got snubbed for best director and shit, they were mad. But he, Tyler Perry don't have no shit like that. Tyler Perry has never carried a film as a lead by himself and it actually been a good film. Never done it. And now that we're hearing that he don't have a writer's room, you know what Happy Madison Productions does? Give a lot of fucking money to Adam Sandler's friends. You don't see Adam Sandler's friends wanting for shit. Because he gets $80 million to do Jack and Jill and it's a comedy. You don't need $80 million to do a comedy with no action in it. Like, we made Deadpool for $65 million. There is no CG or action in Jack and Jill and shit. But that production money, that's going right to everybody co-starring in it with him. Mm-hmm. And they getting paid. And then they get to do their own films. And they get paid. Because they do it under his name. So bench warmers and like grandma's boys and shit. Yo. Niggas is getting money. Nick Swartzen, like they're getting money from being friends with Adam Sandler because he's looking out for his people. They getting writers credits and they getting producer credits and shit. 
They get in their own films. They get marks on the, on the Happy Madison Studios. And Adam Sandler ain't losing a fucking dime. He only making more money. He getting five film Netflix deals. His threat, if he wasn't if he wasn't Oscar nominated this year, was that he was gonna do his worst film ever. And now he probably gonna do it. He got a sequel for that Netflix that Netflix film with Jennifer Aniston, that fake ass clue movie they did. And that film was terrible to people. Like it had poor ratings and everything, but it makes viewership, which makes money. So Netflix split mm-hmm. back in. So everybody about to get paid off that. All his friends that's gonna be in that that you typically see in a Happy Madison production, they all they they're fine. They're fine. That's not what you see in Tyler Perry film. But y'all think it's good because he surrounds himself with Cicely Tyson and Felicia Rashad. And I can't tell y'all why they hang with him like that. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why when you see, when they, when they look at the characters they played in films or just watch the way he's portrayed black women in films, I have no idea why Felicia Rashad and Cicely Tyson and them are happy to do a, a Tyler Perry film outside of getting a paycheck. Because he might be the only ones they paying with. I don't, and, and well is relative. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, man, hmm. bro, <laughs> couldn't be me, dog. It, it could not be me. I, I could not have that much money and, and not be having people write and pumping out new productions and stuff that speak to wider audiences and different audiences that haven't been spoken to yet that happen to be people of color. But Tyler Perry is disillusioned if he's in is, is disillusioned to the position he's in. If y'all actually believe him, I don't. I think he knows very much what he's doing. He knows that he is a black name, and that white people will come to him because he's a black name. It's no different than we we explain to y'all why cancel culture doesn't work for people like Jamie over at Black Girl Nerds. See, it doesn't matter that she shitted on black people. What matters is that white people don't care that she shitted on black people. They know that she does black girl nerd shit, so they still come to her to do things. She has established herself in a white sphere. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. Tyler Perry has established himself as likable and in a white sphere. So they will look at him when they want to speak to black people, not the Tyler Perry audience. They just want to speak to black people. And they will use him and he will make a shitload of money and he will write it all himself. And then tell y'all some bullshit about how the writers he brought in weren't good enough to speak to his audience. Given that y'all know how good and how much quality his films actually are. Like, y'all ain't that stupid. But but if y'all want to act that stupid, be my fucking guest, dog. I'm over it. There's a reason that this nigga does not do screeners for his movies for critics. He knows his shit is terrible. Ooh, he don't. Absolutely. Mm. I've been I've been doing critic screenings since 2011 or 12. Tyler Perry mm-hmm. absolutely does not do screen advanced screenings for his film. I just told y'all he don't like he do, he doesn't he was given constructive criticism and feedback and he didn't like it. That sounds exactly like somebody who does who does not want to screen their films for critics. Cuz that's what we do. What? I'll keep defending this. I, I I wonder what it would have been like. I can't if, say that's surprising at all. I wonder. I, I wonder what it would have been like if every nigga had to, to just the mindset of Tyler Perry. I should. Be, I I've been. I've successfully written all of my terrible shit myself and made hundreds of millions of dollars doing it. 
And I shouldn't have to change up nothing because I've been making money. I don't have to do nothing for y'all. I can just do it. All I'm trying to do is make this money as a black man. If, it, if you don't get mad at white studios for not bringing black people in to write when telling our stories, don't get mad at Tyler Perry for not bringing in black, bringing in black people to write. My, my, switch that around. If you're not mad at Tyler Perry for not bringing in black people to write about our stories or black women to write about black women's stories, do not get mad at white studios and white production companies when they don't do it either. If they've been mm-hmm. making money, they've been making money hand over fist without us in the room telling our stories while telling our stories, then they can just keep doing it, right? They've been successful at it, right? We don't deserve shit, right? Why open the door for us? Why reach back and pull niggas up? It's not necessary, right? You did it all by yourself. They can do it all by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't want to sit at the table, so he built his own studio. Okay. What is the point of building your own? He's still treating people piss fucking poor at the studio. He treating them shit. He treating them terrible at the studio, and he's making money off of that studio because he's charging people to come shoot movies there. Mm-hmm. He ain't letting them shoot them there for free. And hopefully, those studios hire black people to write because he don't have nothing to do with hiring and creating writers' rooms when he ain't the fucking showrunner. He's just charging them to rent space. How can't be this for fucking dense? <laughs> for two weeks. For two. No, nah, they they definitely rent space for more than two weeks because they not. It's not a Tyler Perry. <laughs> they're, they're like, hey Tyler, we know you got the quick TP contract, but we don't want that. We want the extended cut, so we can actually make a whole movie. <laughs> oh, Lame. What's your story, man? You had a story. What's your story? Um, no, wait. Uh, okay. Um, my story is man requests trial by combat with Japanese swords, <laughs> settle custody battle with ex wife. I, I, I saw this. Uh, I saw this story. I didn't read it, but I saw the headline. I was he like, said no. he want to fight somebody, the mountain rather than pay child support. Somebody sent it. My friend uh, Emily sent it to me uh, yesterday, and I was like, the fuck are you sending this? <laughs> <laughs> and this shit is on USA Today. That, that is unreal. So this is what country uh, is that in? America. The whole ass United States. America. Um, a Kansas man asked an Iowa court to grant him motion for trial by combat. Time out, time out, time out, time out. A, a Kansas man asked an Iowa court for yeah. a Japanese sword fight duel. That's the whitest <laughs> shit ever. Motion for trial by combat so he could meet his ex-wife and her attorney, quote unquote, on the field of battle where he will win their souls from their corporal bodies. Okay, Shane Sock. All right, <laughs> David Orstrom of Poloa, P-A-O-L-A, Kansas, claims in court documents that his ex-wife, Bridget Ostrom, destroyed him legally. <laughs> he asked Iowa District Court in Shelby County to give him 12 weeks, quote-unquote, lead time to source or forge a katana or, oh what's God. this other one? That's with a W. A wakazashi. Yes, sword. <laughs> According to Carol Times Herald, to this day, trial by combat has never been um, banned or restricted as a right in these in these United States. Orstrom argued in court records, 
saying it was used as recently as 1818 in British courts. <laughs> you know what? I hope his wife and her lawyer show up to that sword fight with a Hatari Hansu. He said 12 weeks lead time. <laughs> like, yo. Nigga said he can go make so, a sword. Yes. Uh, Orsham said the motion stemmed from his frustrations with his ex-wife attorney, Matthew Hudson. So Hudson has now filed a restra- uh, restraining order <laughs> against him. You better go hire some ninjas. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Orsham said his ex-wife can choose her attorney as a champion or stand-in fighter. Bruh. This is on USA Today. Bruh. If this nigga this show up really looking like... Game of Thrones. This nigga about to show up looking like Moogie. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga gonna oh, show up for gosh. a Shamarai showdown. Like a Shamarai shampoo showdown, bruh. Come on, dog. Orsham, he says, Ostrom, who says he doesn't have any experience with sword fighting, doesn't anticipate the judge will let him request let his request go forward, but he wants an answer anyway. When asked if he was serious about the dueling offer, Ostrom said, "If Mr. Hudson is willing to do it, I I will meet him. I don't think he has the guts to do it." Bro, I hope he pull out a gun and shoot him in the chest. Yo, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's this dude you is crazy. Get the fuck out of here! Like my nigga, yo. Marriage, I know I know some of y'all watch Marriage Story and it hit y'all in the chest. Don't watch it that hard, though. It was Jesus sword Christ. fighting in Marriage Story? No, they weren't. But it will make you angry as a man for fucking, for fucking <laughs> oh, up by yourself. Oh, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, for, for realizing you fucked up your own marriage. And you got to spend like half a million dollars to get that shit cleaned out. <laughs> White people struggle, boy. Sometimes I'm glad we don't got privilege. I do not want a five hundred million dollar divorce. Mm-mm. I mean, trial by combat, Bruh, You know he can't fight, right? Too. You know he's just been watching some movies. <laughs> he said he's never done sword fighting. He gonna walk out there. That's why he needs a twelve week lead time before this happens. He gonna walk out there listening to some Wu Tang Clan talking about hi ya, <laughs> nigga. No. How much do these Yo, swords cost? <laughs> I, I I imagine these swords are not cheap. Oh, uh, no. Not a real one. No. Absolutely not. You got to really give up your soul for a real one. Like, <laughs> if you want to, I'm going to kill somebody in a sword fight, sword, you're going to be paying a grip, yeah. several grips. Yeah. And you got to go there in sandals because they going to give you no real sword, no tennis I shoes. I keep thinking about what was the movie Kill Bill? Yeah, the Hattori Hanzo. The Hattori Hanzo. The Hattori Hanzo. <laughs> You had to go through all that for that sword. Bruh. Oh, gosh. Anybody trying to do all that? You mm. <laughs> need the hair of a blonde woman <laughs> to, to forge this I mean, sword I, of a fire. A starting good samurai sword is about $5,000. Jesus. It's like basic entry level. Bro, for you to go kill somebody. Remember when Chris Rock said if they want niggas to stop shooting each other, they should make bullets. Bullet control, $5, nigga. $5,000 a bullet. bullet. <laughs> Nigga, if we had to have sword fights, if our gangs had to have sword fights, niggas be getting along. <laughs> Bruh. Yes, Yo, this nigga oh now runs the whole hood. He the only hit, he only nigga here with a Hatari Hanzo. Like, we got this nigga <laughs> runs the hood now. Like, I mean, I understand divorce is hard, and, you know, heartbreak is a real thing, but sword fight to nigga, the death? Nigga, go have a hot pocket and chill out. Uh, that heartbreak is still gonna be there. <laughs> like, it's not gonna change. You're just gonna be in jail. 
fully dead, dead. Like, with one arm. Win. Bro, you're done. You are done. <laughs> you and you can't take the sword with you to prison. So uh good luck. <laughs> we had to make your right. five thousand dollars for a fresh Atar Hanzo. You'd have to go to prison and make your own toothbrush shank. Mm. So what's interesting is in North America, South America, and Australia, owning a samurai sword is legal, and it is definitely illegal pretty much the entirety of Asia. Because they would, wow. you know why? You know why? Because they respect the fucking swords. They know what they can. Yeah, do. we're still babies, dog. We've only had gun wars. We've never had niggas show up to your front lines all harboring sharp ass swords to cut you down, literally. Like, niggas just running up in your house and cutting everybody up some machete-style shit. Have you ever seen... I'm I'm asking the question. Have you ever... And, and I hope the answer is no. But have y'all ever seen, like, when they release footage of people getting attacked with machetes? And what I've never that watched shit looks it, but like? I know it happened. Nigga. I don't need to see it, because I know that shit is... Fuck Man, that. I saw a video of a couple getting attacked with a machete, and I was like, bruh. Just oh shoot me. God. Just shoot me, please. Just shoot me. Yeah, that's... Ooh. Just chopping why, into you, Why bro. were they getting attacked? Was it was, man, just... it was just violence there. I don't know if they were fighting and there, niggas just pulled out machetes and went at them, but it was... Whew. And, like, they they trying to defend themselves with their limbs and stuff oh. against machetes. I was like, oh. Just shoot me. Please shoot me. That's yeah, that's 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 a gruesome pain. No, at least with the the, the, the Tory Hazel, it'll cut clean through you. <laughs> but <laughs> like it did on Kill Bill. <laughs> yep, exactly. God, I kind of want to. I want to go watch the first Kill Bill now. I love. I want. I want to go watch it. Watch some Go Go, the Ball and Chain nigga. Love Kill Bill. Oh my gosh! I wish Go Go. Who was Lucy Liu's character? Did she cut her in half too? She cut the top yep. off. She scalped her. Mm. And she walked and she just. Bruh, her shit flew into the snow like a coconut top. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? If you put a straw in her head, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh... All right. Um. So is Twan still here? Because this nigga been mad quiet. Either that or he been muted and laughing by himself. No, I'm still here. I'm about to say he over there looking like a Tyler Perry writer room. Oh God, no! Wow, all of these jokes are funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear the echo of my last <laughs> empty ass room. Oh, I can see that too. This nigga gonna make a writer's room and put video cameras in it and turn it into a reality TV show of him writing him by himself. <laughs> oh shit! Before we go to the, before we close out with uh, who that is. Deidre, did you watch The Circle yet on Netflix? So I watched the first episode and I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> she is great. I gotta watch I am going to watch, today. but I will, no, I'm, I'm invested, so I'm going to be watching more. <laughs> I got, the, the first episode had me like, this is stupid. And then I got to like the third episode, I was like, this is great. <laughs> this is No, trash. I see this the fuckery. Like, I, I, I see it. Just off the first episode, I was like, okay, these two people are catfishing because, you know, they say it automatically. Um, yeah. Yes. It is a I'm, great I'm show. Invested, but I'm going to be continuing to watch it. Yes. Uh, I got to watch a new episode they released tonight. I heard, my, I heard, one of, heard one of the catfish got mad tonight. 
They might have been uncatfished. Oh, really? Yeah, so I got I got to watch it tonight. I'm not gonna say who it was for people who watch, but I'm as soon as we get off this pod, I'm going oh, to bed. Boy. Did you listen to the uh, the new monster? Not yet. I'm I'm still. I you know me like I told you I'll be in my car riding listening to Dateline episodes like it's news. You gonna be listening to that forever. That shit got like ten thousand episodes. Wait, you listening to Dateline? Dateline they has put podcasts. all yeah. Dateline doesn't has a podcast and they put all their true crime murder stories in one podcast. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like a thousand episodes. It's it really like, is. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Just Damn. All, all these stupid white people crimes. It's great. <laughs> So luckily, um, if you started, it's just three episodes in. All right, I'll um, I'll add that. Did you see? Did you see that fucking Netflix let the contracts in for all of the um actors on um, uh, the murder show? What is the name of the 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 um the suicide? Not the suicide. The serial killer show. Thirteen reasons why. You? You're no, about you right? No, the serial killers killers show. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Murder something. Wait. The one that just did uh, Atlanta. That just did the Atlanta child murders for season oh, two. Oh no, not that one. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh oh. Wait, you talking about Mindhunter? Yes, man man uh Manhunter. No. What? Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Mind Hunter, Mind yeah. Hunter. They let the contracts lapse for all the Mindhunter actors. Why? Are you serious? I don't know what the fuck Netflix is doing. Week, I don't. I, heard I have that no the, idea what the, it's about. The uh, Aaron Hernandez thing is crazy documentary. Oh yeah, I t- I heard that was next. Let me see. So Dateline is saying, man, if you don't get this ad out of here, are you fucking serious for Mindhunter? So um, let's see. Trash. It's been it's been five months that since is. season two of Mindhunter launched on Netflix. There has been no movement on part of the streamer regarding a potential third season of David Fincher's crime killer, thriller tri- crime thriller drama. Good God. Last month, Netflix, Netflix let the options of the cast, led by stars Hulk McCallany, 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 and Jonathan Groff, lapse, further raising the possibility that we may have seen the last of Mindhunter. That is not entirely the case. The network said to date to Deadline while confirming that the cast of Mindhunter have been released. Quote, David is focused on directing his first Netflix film, Mank, and on producing the second season of Love, Death, and Robots. As Netflix post, spokesperson okay. said in a statement, he may revisit My Hunter again in the future, but in the meantime, felt it wasn't fair to the actors to hold them from seeking other work while he was exploring new work of his own. Fincher indeed has in the works at Netflix feature Mank, which is a personal project for him. He is directing the film about screenwriter Herman J. McEwicks, McEwicks, and his battles with director Orson Welles over screenplay credit for Citizen Kane. From a script written by his father, Jack, Love, Death, and Robots with Fincher executive producers also is a longtime passion project for him. A robot of the 1981 animated science fiction film Heavy Metal, the series is now in production on its second season. It's unclear whether there is a third season of My Hunter is feasible. According to the sources, the cast is love working with Fincher and most, if not all, would be willing to come back for another season of will become well, come back for another season but they may be tied to another series. There has been chatter that Fincher was not particularly thrilled to do another lengthy location shoot. Mindhunter films in Pittsburgh and was looking to raise the series production value with a bigger budget. Hmm. So I love, I do love, love death and robots. 
I do, but so I love Mindhunters. That, so but much. I also still want another Mindhunter. They didn't finish <laughs> with the BTK shit. Like, you can't leave it, at like, right there, bro. Like, you did all this shit with the Atlanta Child Killers, but the BTK dude is still out there. Like, there, Yes. Like, if you want, you at least need to give us one last season to finish it. Just finish the fucking show. Finish please. it, right. God damn it. I'm so tired of these people not fin- having these shows and not mapping them out the whole way through so they can fucking finish them. Just finish the goddamn show, man. Yeah, and Netflix is, is notorious for that. I'm still um, salty about American Vandal. Yeah, that, that so was, salty. that was, that, I don't know what that was about because that was one of their most popular shows. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with them with that one. I rewatched the uh, the second season this weekend, and I was like, "This was brilliant." But my hunter <laughs> has a legit storyline going on. If you stop it now, like y'all are never plan to finish it, why the fuck you mm-hmm. waste twenty four like sixteen hours of my time, bro? Watching this show, yeah. My hunter is lengthy, and then you know, then it'll be if they do decide to revisit it, like it's going to really be drawn out because you have to get these people again. Hopefully they're not, like they said, in a contract where they're filming or doing something else. So, yeah, it's it's going to take extra long. Not happy. That sucks. Ah, but, um, god damn it. Okay. But I'm, I'm, I'm invested in the circle. Yes. I can't wait till you get deeper into these episodes. It's so, it's, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. God, Mercedes is so ridiculous. My nigga Antonio is so ridiculous. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I was like, these people are. My my favorite is uh my favorite right now. I think is uh Sammy. I fucks with Sammy hard. Sammy just be saying, don't be giving a fuck about these other niggas. Now, Sammy is the 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 kind of the girl from Miami. That is bi. Oh, with the yeah, like she's bisexual. Yeah, her and her and Shoe. Are my uh Shabam are my favorite. Shabam's the Indian goofy dude. Oh yeah, well he's like, oh she's a catfish. <laughs> yeah, does he plays tennis and all that? Yeah. Oh, and Chris. Super, super gay, fantabulous Chris. Oh, the one that put his picture up yes. first time. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, and he says he believes in God and <laughs> leads him to do all his vain stuff. Yo, Chris is hilarious, bro. Yeah, no, he's 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 funny, but um, but yeah, I do like Sammy. She seems well from what the first episode she seems well seems I guess more down to earth than the rest of them. Um, I'm sure that will change, but from the first episode, that's what I got. He gets the blonde head girl is annoying. Mm-hmm. The the uh, jock, the bartender, like the Jersey Shore one. Yeah. Um, oh, what is I his already name? know he gonna get on my nerves. What is his name? Because I, I, I remember I put on Twitter, I was like, I, they gotta be on different floors because they'd be able to hear him yelling every time he talks. Mm-hmm. He's super fucking loud. I can't stand it. And that him. place, their little apartment thing is small. Yeah. It's, it's, little, it's literally a hotel room. Like, that's, what, that's just a hotel they just spruced up. Like one of those extended stays, little boutique hotels. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this place is tiny. So they they can't leave no. from there at all. They can like so if you if you watch throughout the the season, they can like go to the jacuzzi on the roof and they can go to the gym, but that's about it. And there's a yoga room, 
which might also be the jacuzzi room. But I, I think that's it. I don't think they can leave. Because if you notice, they're always getting food delivered. Yeah. Yeah, like, Which, I don't think they can leave until they get kicked off. I don't know. I couldn't do that. So they're in that, that studio-ish one-bedroom apartment by themselves talking to people through chat for however long, ever long they stay there. Because they vote, and I think, every 48 hours. So if they, if say one one wants to go to the jacuzzi, I don't know how they work that out. I have because I've never seen them up there together, and I I don't but I don't know how they work that out. And the annoying uh, Jersey dude is Joey. Joey, yeah, yeah, I don't, I didn't like him off gate. Yo, he's he is absolutely fucking annoying. Yo, mm-hmm. bro, I like the way you do this, bro, bro, yeah. bro, 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 bro. bro. Shut up, he Joey. just get like the Jersey Shore. Like that's what this first impression I got. It's corny as shit. It's, it's, it's the same thing that they do. Tan. Mm-hmm. Only work on my upper body, but I have skinny legs. <laughs> Slick back hair. A whole bunch of gel in my hair. Like he said, what did he say? They they said he looks like a young. Uh, it was what was Robert, Robert? De Niro. They said he, yeah. he said people tell him he looks like Robert De Niro, and I was like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Yo, bro, everywhere I go, they say you look like Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Joey. He's Jackass. so fucking corny. Oh, my He's corny God. Corny as shit. All right. Yeah, um, I, I, you said what? No, I said no. I, I didn't like him. But yes, I'm invested. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. So who that is? So I'm I'm assuming Twan and Deidre, y'all didn't find y'all's or you did find yours? I did not. <laughs> I found a... I mean, I got... I got a couple. All right. I'll I'll act like I didn't see anything on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um all right, so let's 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 start with uh let's start with Mike first then. Oh shit, let me I gotta queue up some shit, man. All right, let me get this iTunes up and run in. Go into playlist. Is the Witcher good oh, while you while you guys are I haven't really watched, watched that. I only watched I the first episode, so. so I need uh, to get into it. First episode right. was okay. Okay. Here we go. Isn't uh, the guy in The Witcher also the Mandalorian? Henry Cavill? No, that's Henry nope. Cavill. Superman. Never mind. I thought it was Pedro Pascal. Uh, all right, cool. So this is song number one. Pose on a hole like a photo. Low pros, rovos, I'm in go mode. Cash clay, black face in the gold robes. Ass great, but her waist is so so. So so, I ride scrape in the slow lane. Faux faux on the waist for a slow foe. Slow poke, don't hate what you don't know. That's a no no. Don't sleep on the floor like Miguel Coso. Don't don't test me. This ain't no exit exam and you won't pass. You won't last. Nice whip, but there's no fuel. Gassed up, you the last in the lap. Lux, you get passed up with a Dutch. Am I right? Right hand, left grab nuts. If you ain't dumb, then you better be that tough. If it goes foul, you can't really blame bad luck. If you don't know, niggas know I ain't still speaking. Is that Casey? Nope. Okay. I just know what's somebody from the West Coast. Okay. <laughs> it's not old Vince, is it? Nah, it's not. Okay. Oh my god, that's what's the name that we met. 
Nah, I don't got nothing. No, it's yeah, name. Can't it say what's his name. Yeah, oh my god, what is old boy's name? It's it's Chew. Is it Chewy? It sure is. It's fucking Chewy, man. Like I'm sitting over here, like that voice. That who is that? It's Chewy. Yeah, it's Chewy. Uh, <laughs> you know the bad thing about that is that's who I was gonna play. So yeah, I should have <laughs> <I> <laughs> <I should've, laughs> been been wrong. I saw that on your Spotify. <laughs> He look. He was on one of my. I got to mark him off now. He was on one of my. <laughs> so it was. So you had Chewy. What is Chewy doing? Like he's on Twitter. He's, he's still doing. Still putting out shit. He puts out projects like every year. Yeah, he does. He still. But does they're just music. not like they haven't got to the same level, unfortunately. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so he can rap still. I mean, like this. The the song I just played came out in 2017. No, I think Chewy he, was dope. Chewy records crazy. last year. Yeah. One or two. Hmm. I he's think still, it's definitely still working. I feel like Chewy tries to be too real, and like it makes it hard for him to break the industry because Chewy absolutely should be out here spitting West Coast. That's what I'm saying. The talent is one thousand percent there. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Mm. I had a fucking who's next? Hold on, I got to mark. I got to mark Chewy off on this list. I feel like I had him in this list, but I might not have. No, I didn't have them. Okay, let me add them and then mark them off. Okay. Uh, Twan is, is next. Mm, Why well, I gotta be next? You want mark me to go? People always, yeah. Pressure, nigga. Ah, shit. Now I'm ready to go, man. I'll All be right. next after you. All right. Nigga like me be so gone. I so low that a nigga gotta throw his looks on. Wonder with them folks on. That's what they be asking. Dumb Kush we smoke on. Smell it when a nigga passing. We get into the cash and you can see a nigga shining. Just a little gold with a couple holes, couple two, three diamonds. Up in the hood when you find. Let's see y'all on the road. Every show got a bag for the blow and patron. All my niggas getting told like they post Cause life is show and filled with lots of grieving doubt. So I just pulled that bag of colorful frosty leaves on out and free my scalp. I'm my mind, I'm up for the time, I'm up all the time, I'm up on the grind. So I'm red bull in the blow, we'll be fine. Just wanna feel fine, just wanna get time, just wanna relax and think of a mind. I'm really like sipping, cause I get the trip and my nigga just roll up a heap of that pine. Only bring a little bit for the trip, just in case we get blurred by five volts. Sir, you look high. I know, but I prefer my high. Good old Chip the Ripper. Easy. Also, the other one I had picked today, goddamn it. Shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Boy. You got blank, bro. <laughs> Literally, because that was wow. higher. I was going to do Thank God I'm Fresh. <laughs> hey, yo, going. you want me to send you my list? Because it's like 30 <laughs> niggas out here, bro. <laughs> That's so funny. You'll be seeing 30. Oh, fuck both of y'all niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Twine doesn't have one. We took both of his. Damn. Man. You hate to see it. All right. What's yours, Mike? <laughs> two of them back to back, man. You should have gone first. Twine. Exactly. You, you told me to go. You should have went. <laughs> That's what you get twice for not going first. Man, I got to dig in the crates. All right. It's you, Mike. 
Oh, we skipping DJ? DJ don't have none. Oh, I didn't realize. Right. If if y'all play my next person, I, I quit. <laughs> this one is y'all gonna get this one. It's, I know it's super easy, but I'm gonna play it. So here we go. Yeah, I see this rap shit is easy. I got it down to a science. Rockin' like a lion, my verses is killing giants. This the book of Eli, they paid tons to see it. I raised the bar so high, Dalston couldn't reach it. Yo, the week leaving, they see it. I see seated. I'm too seasoned, too odd. We ain't even. What I'm writing, niggas be biting like baby teething. Or biting like evil, she eating apples and eating. Yo, restore the madness, show up. Now who the baddest? You cross the line, you gon' need more than your border passes. I ain't never slacking. Never happened. You see it in my face until I get more work done than Latoya Jackson. I admit it, I should be admitted into a psych ward. I'm committed, committed, you're sick, it's giving five more. The wife say five, he loony, listen to loonies. I got five on it at five in the morning. I'm murdering seats. Be they mother morning, they Who that is? Uh. I am stumped. Oh shit! I thought y'all were gonna get that one. Uh-uh. Super duper easy. Mm-hmm. That is a rapping ass nigga who it's out is that like add to really... yes, add to okay. And he says his name about two seconds after that clip ends. <laughs> That's okay, just him rapping right. to Iron Mike. It was on a Jamila compilation. That shit is hard as fuck. Add to the punchlines are always crazy. He put out an album last year, but yeah, he's still another. He's another person that's still active out where here. He thought it was gonna go. He just active all. in his hometown. Yeah. All right, so I checked add two off my list because right. he was on my list already, so he's off now. All right, um, let's see. This is my story. I was just young on my own. Had a dream all alone. Put music on my face, just hoping you would play my song. I ain't do music for text. We was young niggas trying to get on. We was young niggas fresh off the net. Had some talent, they told me I'm next. You see it all, started dreaming, writing raps all in my first class. Next thing you know, Jay-Z flew me to New York first class. Life changed so fast. Got my chest, I had to fast. Sand falling through the glass. Got my foot up on the gas. The game was such an allure. I thought the money was for sure. Damn, then we barely made enough to break even on the first tour. We was all a real team. All said the same dream. But we didn't even take the time to handle all the business unseen. That's when the money came into play, put dark thoughts on the dream. I would have did anything to make it work, but it ain't always what it seems. But I had to keep it going, go. Life slash camera rolling, rolling. I'm just staying in the groove. Yeah, getting caught up in the news. The streets watch a lot of niggas plot, then they want to know my next move. Watching off of them cameras, they want to see what I do. Real nigga, I'm stand up. To get the win, I had to lose, lose. Really started from the bottom, bottom. Everything brand new, no. Everything brand new, no. Everything brand new, brand new. From the hat to the car, car. From the shirt to the shoes. It sounds like Tiger, but I know it's not him. Is that Casey? It's Casey. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, I got it right? Yeah, it's Casey Veggies. Yeah, I got two right. <laughs> what? Hey, ma'am, your hip-hop knowledge is as deep as us. Why you need somebody reacting like, I can't I believe I got this. I just got excited. <laughs> You say that shit like we ask you to name movie titles from the 80s. I got it. I've seen that one by accident. I saw it. I'm not like, I don't, I'm not a guru. Oh. I'm still proud. Yeah. All right. So that was January's. 
Y'all go ahead and get y'all shit together for February. <laughs> we'll do it sometime next month. I'll find my paper. <laughs> Twan, I need you to dig deeper, boy. You... And don't go on Spotify, please. Yeah, don't do it on Spotify no more. <laughs> it was like, because, like, literally, Chewy, Attu, and, and Chip were Sorry, like. some Kid Cudi. See, that's why I was going my chip. Cuddy was going through my chip. I wasn't going to use Cuddy because I was like, Obviously. everybody know. Everybody well, you can't use Cuddy. He's not. And we all know where he's been. Yeah, like, he didn't go anywhere. Know. He's still here. Yeah. yeah. He's still out here doing shit. So Cuddy put out an album. He can sell 100,000 copies easy. He cut a couple years ago. Yeah, he's not going nowhere. Cuddy is established. He, he unlike Back. Tyler, has an actual Cuddy audience. It ain't just black people. It's, it's actually Cuddy yes, niggas. That is answer. correct. Yeah. Then somebody somebody just dropped a song called Kid Cudi too. Interesting. I, no clue. Yes, <laughs> I want to say I want to say it was Playboy Cardi. I do not like his music, yeah, and I tried because the kids love him. Yeah. I don't get it. It ain't for me. Um, I like the way I said. I, I think tried I heard one song, and I was like, okay, this is kind of. And then the next song after, I, I was like, like okay. oh yeah, but the rest of it, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the only song I like. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, am, uh, I said okay, and then and I said, "Oh, I can't do this." I am nope. still. I just don't understand it. Uh, hey, Deidre, you'll fi- mm-hmm. you'll find it interesting to know that the weakest song, in my opinion, on Selena Gomez's album is the one featuring uh, Six Black. <laughs> that nigga everywhere. <laughs> I hate Six Black. I'm like, man, you could have been checks, somebody, man. You could have been, you could have been great. I mean, I heard the album, like the Selena album, is like. I'm crying over Justin Bieber. It probably it probably is. Like the whole album is about him. Oh, she's legit. Well, legit. It's like it opens up and she's like, "Nigga, I was everything, and you treat me like shit." And then the rest of it is like her finding herself and coming back to redemption. So she's not crying over him the whole album, but she is like, "I'm getting over your ass." The whole mm. album. But the man whole married. Okay, I was about girl. to say like, for, and and for a minute, I mean, at least a year, like this. Okay. <laughs> it's hard out here in the streets when you lose love. Uh, yo bag money is getting in, money bag yo is getting in trouble on Twitter for tweeting something about his baby mama. What the fuck? Which one? He got like twelve kids. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, he really did got four baby mamas and like eight kids. He said it's so. So I guess Shade Room posted something, and he responded to it saying that was my prom date from high school. Shout out to that beautiful black queen. And the first response was, "Nigga, isn't she your? Isn't she your baby mama too?" And now they just going in for him for not acknowledging that I that's know they were mama. like, they said something about he was I guess on, I don't know if it was Snapchat or whatever, like something live or maybe Instagram live or whatever and I guess he's messing with somebody I forgot the girl's name um, somebody, ex-girlfriend whatever, but um, they were like calling her like a pass around pretty much Ooh. like oh my. And he just laughed. He didn't Damn. wasn't like, oh, Deidre. he wasn't like, no, like, let's, you know, that don't say that, nothing like that. He, I mean, he was tackling with them when he said, when them folks said that. It's got this. Yeah. This must be the picture that they talking about, yo. This, I think, this is, I think they're clowning her for her size, bruh. Oh, the baby mother. Yeah, like, but this is like a prom picture from high school. Hold on, I'm about to send it to y'all. It'd be the dustiest niggas, women and men, that be the dustiest. Bro, I think that's why they're going after him. I think Shade Room posted this picture. 
and he was like, yo, shout out to her. That's, you know, that's so-and-so. She was great. And I think that was his way of, like, trying not to feed into the negativity of, the, of what they posted on the picture. I'm guessing that's what Shade Room posted. I just text y'all. Shade Room will dig up some dirty-ass shit. Bro, that's all they do. That's, not, that's why I stopped following them. That's a that's a full ass old prom picture, boy. That's the old match. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, money bag ain't uh, young in the slightest. So, um, um, do y'all follow N O N A O? Nope, I don't the even know who R&B that is. Singer? No, I don't follow. No, I don't follow her. her. I know her, but I don't follow Nigga, her. Her Instagram is a right now. It is definitely a naked pregnancy picture. Was she pregnant? Yes, she is full pregnant and covering her titties up naked in front of in front of the window. Let them flourish, girl. I didn't know NAO looked as good. Okay, NAO. I ain't gonna stop you. She took a full pregnancy picture. God dang. Let me see what she did. Instagram will stop you, but we not going to. You just can't show your nips. That's it. You can cover them right up. Them the rules. All you want. Dim the rules. All you gotta do is put a heart emoji over your nips, and you go. I was gonna say yeah, or blur that shit out. You know? <laughs> yeah. What is Lizzo doing in this golden bathing suit? You know what? I can't stand her. Oh yeah, I saw that. I can't I said... stand her. What is she doing? I, that was her. I don't know because she got nominated. I think. Yeah, she got six nominations. Uh, that that for the NAACP awards, eight Grammy nominations, six I Heart. Music awards, one Brit award, and I've already won. Now she's doing things in this golden bikini. Cause it's Lizzo. It's Lizzo. Yo, and did she you... knows gonna make them bothered. <laughs> yes, they're gonna be so bothered. Oh, they met. They was they was definitely going. And this shit got one point eight million views though on on Instagram. On Instagram, Jesus. she's got one point. Basically, it's one point nine. It's like one point eight nine seven million views. Jesus Christ. She's gonna be rich for it's, it's literally like people be looking at her like, how dare you be happy? Bro. <laughs> right. It's like like what like goddamn. Like And I think she's losing weight. She looks like she lost some weight. Yeah, she looks smaller. She looks smaller. It's 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 funny because like she's she's not gonna win, right? Because all she talks about is like loving herself, right? No matter mm-hmm. what size she is, loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So she's big, people gonna get mad at her. Let's say she makes a decision. You know what? Hey, whatever thing I want to do, maybe I lose some weight or something. And then the people who are big are gonna be like, "Oh, so you just you just caving in the industry pressure?" Uh, actually, weight. no, like, niggas. She's not gonna win either way. I lost weight because I was doing a forty city tour in three weeks, so I was literally doing yeah, eight shows a day and playing the flute and twerking, and I just happened yeah. to drop a hundred pounds. Like no, like no, like there there is no winning because whole point whole point is supposed to be love yourself. And then whatever you do, you're doing it for the right reason. You're doing it because you love yourself. You're not doing it because somebody tells you you should look like this. Yep. Or you feel the pressure of looking a certain way. You do it because you are happy. And and like I said, if you want to stay that weight, great. If you just say, hey, I want to lose it, great. It's whatever you choose to do with that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. man... You lose, it's you lose that weight. Something. People will be mad at you. Like, oh, so you try to like, well, damn, I just, I just lost the weight. That's between whatever happens between me, my God, and my doctor. That's it. Like, leave Bro. me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, it's, it's always going to be somebody complaining. Yo, did y'all see yeah, that? Um, 
that Billie Eilish is doing the the 007 song this time? I heard her. She's going to be fire. Like that fits so well. That shit going to be dark and <laughs> ominous and great. I'm ready for it. I need I'm it. here for it, yeah. And uh, we yeah, will go out on this. I thought that was dope. Did y'all, did any of y'all watch second season of You? Yes. I nah, try I not to listen to this. I didn't watch the first season of You. Nigga, you crazy. If you don't go get that Beth murder. I no. saw the second one. And <laughs> I mean, I that, like, yeah, that Beck murder. Oh but I, listen, I like, I like Beck. I liked her. I did. I know she went out, but old girl from. Wait, you like Beck? I did. Beck was a fucking annoying. I liked her. And then, but old girl from House of. Uh, the Haunting of Hill oh, House love. is my favorite. Like, yeah, yes. When I seen it was no, her, I, like I was love. like, oh, this is going to be good. You didn't watch The Haunting of Hill House, did you? No, it's the, I heard Haunting. Oh, that should tell you enough. It's so good. And she's so <laughs> good, isn't it? it? When I seen her, I was like, oh, yes. Yes, she's going to be great. She's going to be crazy at this. Absolutely. Was she crazy in The Haunting movie? She, she essentially, she's one of, she's, she's the reason the story kind of starts because she dies. And then, like, she plays kind of a spirit character through the rest of the of the show, and she's just haunting spirit? through the rest oh, wow, of it. I absolutely will not watch this. That shit was great. Mm-mm. She like four feet tall. That girl like twenty three, man. She is. Yeah. She came straight out of. She just like graduated from acting she school. She just came out of acting school and she already on a hit show and did a hit uh, Netflix movie show. Like, oh yeah, because she she played love. Like, oh absolutely. She played the fuck out of that character. I was here for this. I was here for her character. And music all the time. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Victoria Pedretti, and this is Music to Blank To. So the song I would listen to if I was hanging out with the U-Cast, Penn Badgley is a very big D'Angelo fan. Our director what? was, like, asking him to, like, choose music, so keeping the song ain't that easy. He just played it like the entire screen test, like over and over and over again. So it has a fun relation to the show. If I'm looking for a boost of confidence, I would listen to the song uh, Tia Tamara by Doja Cat. I think it's important not to take life too seriously sometimes. It's just a song about boobs. It's great. Question. All these songs she picking, why did they choose to use this as the background music during her interview? <laughs> you can see the direction where this is going. You still got this little giddy ass <laughs> blonde black. First of all, I'm, I'm already shocked on the two. You know what? I'm, I'm okay. I That's like I watch you. Tia Tamara slaps too. I like that song. I know. I'm like okay, sis. And then homeboy likes D'Angelo. I'm just Ooh. looking at her. I'm looking at her, and there were some things I liked about Love this season. Okay. So I'm not surprised at these choices. This makes me like her more now. I'm not surprised at these choices at all. This is the thing my girl was telling me about. Cause my girl was like, watch, she said, I watched some random junk and somebody was talking about how they love D'Angelo and they played it over and over and it made me think of you. And I didn't know what she was talking about, but I was like, whoever loves D'Angelo is I respect. Yes. Victoria Peretti. A uh, love song that I would listen to is Toronto by uh, Snow Allegra. She's like amazing. <laughs> Beautiful, loving goddess. I was at the the album release party. To be so talented and the humbleness with which she shares her gifts is like 
astounding. A song that reminds me of my childhood. I don't know, because there's like the music you listened to as a kid, and then there's the music that your parents like played in the house. I think of like No 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 by Destiny's Child. Sing with my friends. <laughs> but then I think of like I Got a Feeling by James Brown. Like my mom always like going, baby, baby, baby. baby. I got the feeling, baby. What's going on? She loves that song. I think a great breakup song that I, I think Get Well Soon by Ariana Grande is like a great breakup song. It might go on a little too long, but I still really like it. <laughs> it's okay that it goes on so long because you're like, it's just it's so heartwarming. Yeah. If I was thinking about love and Joe's relationship, I don't see the relationship completely from an outside perspective. <laughs> so I would say Our Day Will Come by Amy Winehouse. Our day will come if we just wait a while. Relaxing after a long day on set, I think I would listen to any of FKA Twigs' new album. <laughs> Home with me is really uh, a great turn. It takes me out of my head because it like demands attention. Are you? over there wilder right now, bro. Like I don't know. Like I'm, I was that. Wow. <laughs> you know, you hear a lot of people in general like say, "Oh yeah, like yes, this I'm like FKA Twigs, like you do." What? Oh my gosh. She's a genius, and I I, I love how uh, uncompromising she has been. I don't know how she sees it, but it she she feels really true to herself. If I was driving on a rainy day, I would listen to "Barefoot in the Park" by um, James Blake and Rosalia. It's nice. I think really it has a full environment, like it feels vast. Okay. Nigga, listen, look. I already liked her as an actress. But nigga. Oh, I love her now. Can <laughs> we have can we have a jam? Yeah, she session? got some good ass music <laughs> Can we just I ride mean, around listening like, to music together? You could tell like she, this is not like I'm just naming songs. These right. are not singles. These are you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. these are like deep cuts she's naming. No, she's a whole what? vibe right now. Like can, can she we, really is. Can we ride around and listen to playlists with her? Because that's that's what she's doing. Like you can pick the next song, man. Which which what's the next song? license so i don't drive anywhere but i've sat in a car and listened to it thanks for watching guys please let me know if there's any songs you think that i i would like to listen to next that's really cool i would really like to know that <laughs> bro you know she turned up when y'all party right like you like she sound she sound all innocent and sweet but you know she turns up and party oh yeah oh you oh, oh yes she's got a good weed dealer like for sure she probably got all the future records i Maybe. guess <laughs> What? And then the whole, the other guy likes D'Angelo like that? That doesn't surprise me because Ben Bagley has been on a hit stream right now selling his actual actor persona, like selling himself and basically mm-hmm. being like, you, y'all know Joe is trash, right? And that video of her, of him correcting Gina Rodriguez, did you see that clip? 
No. Yo. He was doing some interview or something with her, and I think she said Gossip Girls, and he said, it's Gossip Girl. I guess that's where he was Ah. from. (laughs) Yo. He straight corrected her. That corrected. Oh, my God. Let me see. Yeah, it's, it's let me see him and Gina Rodriguez interview Gossip Girl. Like that's that's how hit this was. Oh wow! Did you Gossip guys Girl. get? To, I watched Gossip Girls like crazy. Did you Gossip guys get? To, sorry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Gossip Girls like crazy. Did you Gossip guys get? To, he corrected her like Joe would correct somebody in the bookstore. Yes. Too. Like, I you squint. The face and everything. I'm going to put you in my fucking capsule. <laughs> like, I'm just going to trap you in there. <laughs> Gossip girl. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. Thank you for tuning in, listening to us, and kicking it with us, and hanging out, and all that shit. Go see Bad Boys for Life. It's great. Like, I was cackling in the theater, yo. It's so fucking funny. It's great. I, I didn't think they could pull that shit off. January films are typically trash, but they knew what they were doing with this one. So go check that out. Um, Check out other episodes of the podcast on the feed. If you're not connected to the show or subscribe, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe on Podca- Podatic or is that pod pod addict podcast addict podcast addict i haven't used it in so long i've been using cast um god damn it cast box is what i use yeah, I like Castbox. exclusively now i exclusively use cast box but we're on podcast addict rss radio the itunes feed the stitcher feed spotify feed google feed my mom says she found us on iheart radio so we're on there i'm sure i submitted a however long ago and you can check all that out and for everybody else who's looking for some extra episodes you can sign up for premium on the website at where'smy40acres.com. I got two episodes coming. One of them is a pass the sticks with me, Aaron from Black Astronauts Podcast, and Twan talking about Jedi Fallen Order. And then I have a movie discussion episode coming where I talk to Brandon or Be Touch from Say Something Nice Podcast just about movies in general and we we got into some early tyler perry discussions some dc and marvel discussions some disney discussions he had a lot of disney history so that was cool just talking to him about animation and different things like that and both of those episodes will be on the feed uh soon before the end of this month and i plan on trying to do two more before this month rolls out i haven't figured out exactly what we need to do which is why i'm trying to get Deidre to watch the circle so we can talk about the circle I feel like that I'm is necessary. I'm invested now, so. Yeah. And other than that, we'll figure out whatever the other one is. But until then, we will highlight y'all next time. Thank you for the support. And y'all know what the voicemail line is. 443. Mm, yeah, 443-832-3494. Call, leave a voicemail. Let us know what you think. If you don't agree with some shit we said in the show, call up and tell us about it. But if you don't say nothing about it, it means you agree, niggas. So, ha ha. Till then, we out. Peace.